0: Okay, this is Jada. Welcome to my podcast. Um, We're just going to try to jump into this. If you hear any background noise, just excuse that. My family is very loud and our house is not that big. So (laughs) if you hear some interesting things, just disregard. Okay, what did you learn discover over the past week or weekend? What I learned over the past week was that patience is the most valuable thing over the course of this quarantine. I don't mean just for like patience of knowing when things are going to go back to normal because everyone wants things to go back to normal, but no one knows when normal is going to happen. I feel like waiting for that is a waste of time because we just don't have a definite date for when that's going to occur. But what I was thinking was that patience with your family members when they become a bit annoying or you just feel cooped up, patience. Just being able to withdraw yourself from the situation, take time for yourself, and just step back a little and take a deep breath and say everything is okay. The best thing I can hear about myself from someone I love and respect is the phrase, I am proud of you. I truly believe that this isn't said enough in our culture. I mean, maybe you say it to your kids all the time, but my parents, they say it When you really did something good, like something completely (laughs) life-changing, I guess is the way to put that. But, I don't know. I just wish people would say it for small things that go unnoticed. Because, like, a lot of people just don't really recognize how hard, like, life in general is. I guess just existing is not an easy task. If you tell someone that you're proud of them even just for the smallest of things it just helps them to recognize like hey what I did matters someone saw it and they will just in the end be more encouraged to attempt more things like that which is a good thing because we can get more things done having a positive attitude and outlook on stuff and just providing positive feedback usually pushes people in the direction to complete a goal For my free write, I started writing a book about a football player, and I'll I'll read a couple sentences from it, and then maybe I will continue to enter it into our upcoming free writes. Okay, interlude. The October wind tugged at all the warmth in my body. I couldn't feel the tips of my fingers. The coach told me not to make excuses. I gazed up into the stands. My parents always sat in the same spot, but tonight they aren't there. My focus could not be on that right now anyways. Our defense was lined up. Mason's quarterback dropped back, scanned the field. He located his man and launched a beautiful pass. It wasn't that pretty, though, because my best friend plucked it out of the sky. We were down 14 in the fourth. Kai, my best friend, weaved through Mason's men and got dragged down at the 37-yard line. I put my helmet on, stuffed in my mouthpiece, and ran onto the turf. One more glance into the stands. They are still not there whatever my offense huddled around me this team was my family even when my real family wasn't there for me they waited for the play call then that mysterious thing happened again the noise faded out my focus was lost completely i didn't want to be there i wanted to be anywhere i was alone it didn't quite feel like sadness it felt as if all the life had been sucked out of me okay Leave you on a cliffhanger there. For SSR, I read Lois Lowry's Number of the Stars. It won the John Newbery Medal, and it's just a really action-packed book. I don't want to give too much away, because I honestly feel like more people should read it, but I just wanted to point out the importance of being able to describe a setting in a book, and I feel like he is just very adept at this. Here's a quote that I pulled out. The Little Red Roof Farmhouse was very old. Its chimney crooked and even the small shuttered windows tilted at angles. A bird's nest, wispy with straw, was half hidden in the corner where the roof met the wall above a bedroom window. Nearby, a gnarled tree was still speckled with a few apples, now long past ripe. I just feel like the way he describes settings, just it brings it to life. In my head, I can picture that so clearly and feel like I'm there. And it's, it was a nice escape from just always being in my house, like everyone's doing right now. But yeah, I just wish I wish that I could write like that. I mean, I I probably am unlocking part of that talent. It just takes a lot of practice to make people feel like they're actually there when describing a setting in a book.